0: 181 this is from Byron Jamal and I don't care what you have to say about me Mm. this is who I am
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: the good and the bad the the mess the beauty the joy and that's what I have always been ashamed of and now it's like you know it's like that saying the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are I don't care what you have to say about me Mm.
3: Um, it's funny that I actually made a reel to that, um, that clip last week that's still in my draft. I haven't posted. Um, because I agree, like when you get to a space in your life where you have gone through that whole questioning phase, that whole self-doubting phase and you fall and stumbled and you believed what other people said about you and it turned out to not be true. Um, and when you, um, you know, have taken it upon yourself to walk your own path and trust, like I said, trust the process. Um, then you don't really care what other people um, think about you or what their opinions are because um, you are confident and comfortable with who you are. As Beyonce will say, I'm cozy, right? I'm, I'm cozy in, in this skin and um, all of it the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the mistakes, the lessons, the successes, the wins it's all me right? And I'm still learning. And so that comes with uh, a level of self-awareness that I feel like a lot of people miss out on because they're focused on what the next person is doing. But when you have really elevated your own self-awareness, you can confidently, um, you know, stand, uh, in your, your spot, um, and, um, you know, and just be, and be content with, with being in your own evolution. And so, um, wholeheartedly, uh, I saw it and it warmed my heart. I think Viola Davis has been, she's been dropping some gems lately and um, it's it's definitely time for more people to just um, to give themselves grace. Give yourself enough grace to say, listen, all of it, all of it, even the, the sad, the traumatic parts, all of it made me who I am. And if I'm continuing to learn and press towards what is best for me, you know, and in, in, in improving myself, if I'm on that track to, to, to be better than I was yesterday, then I'm doing the right thing. And I give myself grace. And I forgive myself for those mistakes. I forgive those people who didn't know what they were doing when they transgressed against me. You know what I mean? So that you can get into that higher and better place. So I loved everything about it.
1: Um. Yeah, after seeing that video, I have to say that I fully agree with her 100%. Um, When I was in my late teens and started my extremely long coming out process, I had to give it some serious thought, also had to prepare myself for the worst even though I was hoping for the best. I had to realize, like in all honesty, I had to come to terms, the fact that I might that just cut some people off. Um, and well, luckily I didn't have to. And I'm sorry, give me one minute. Okay. Um, yeah, basically, I had to give myself a moment to, had to give myself a moment. And well, am i forgetting where I was, I had to there we go. I had to give myself a moment to truly realize that I might have to move some people from my life, even family, if need be. But luckily, that didn't happen. Um, so i was my reaction (laughs) Well, my reaction basically be be that if they accepted and acknowledged me then cool but if not then i would gladly move on just they wouldn't be worth keeping in my life. Like, you can't accept me for me, then peace. And that's all I have.
0: My initial reaction is, wow, it has been a, a long, very long road. But now I do, now I truly, fully love myself. I do. And my connection to the video is, I I don't hate my confused time. I feel that my journey made me who I am. And I I remember years ago before, way before I was out at all, one of my out coworkers, who said if he was not homosexual, he'd probably be a very closed-minded conservative guy. And I was like, that's interesting because I, I, I realized that same thing for myself, that if I did not have this journey of being a homosexual man, I would probably be one of those very close-minded, very conservative people who's like, anybody who doesn't think the way that I think is wrong. And they should be like dooming people to hell and all sorts of stuff. But because I had to deal with the homosexual part, I, I couldn't really allow myself to think that way, which is truly a blessing, you know. I am who I am today, and I'm grateful for that. And my extended journey to self-affirmation, self-love, helped open my eyes and heart to unique the unique journey of others and accepting others, affirming others. You know, it, it, it helped me see that different people have different paths in life and that's fine and i'm not gonna lie even working with hashtag verse tv has helped shown me the many different parts of even well not just the lgbt community because we're lgbt plus and ally so we're all of that all across the board and it's helped me see the beauty in everyone's journey. We all have a unique journey. And we should all love ourselves and let our self-love exude out to the world. Um, this uh do you want a one-minute Prince Derek go? It looks like he said no. And basic complexity.
2: No, I'm good
0: at
2: avant music i'm at the hospital i came to look for somebody at the hospital as i entered the hospital i saw my friend husband with a lady who is pregnant so he saw me it's evident you know because he kind of you know so i said to him you know kind of look strange i was kind of watching what's going on and i realized he was hugging up on the person so me being me, I went over and I said, um, how is such, 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 you know, my friend? He said, who? I said, I said your wife? <laughs> he looked at me strange and said, I am not married. I was there on Sunday. I was at the house on Sunday after I left church with these people. And he's telling me he's not married right in front of the girl. So that tells me he's the father of that baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. So me call my friend now. I said, so "Where you at?" Because she's gonna come to the hospital to look for the same person. So she said she's on her way.
0: Okay, my initial reaction, and I will be honest. It's so interesting. That I'm going first because I have a very unpopular opinion, but it's just my opinion. Don't hate me. I'm sorry, but I feel that even as her friend, it's not. Her relationship. It's not your relationship. You simply do not know all of the ins and outs of their relationship. You don't know what they've agreed to behind closed doors. And maybe it's his disowned twin brother that was at the hospital and the family disowned him so you bring that mess up is bringing that mess up or maybe he's the one who was the disowned twin and you bring that mess up is bringing that mess up it's like oh okay and right you you just don't know now my connection to it because as i was thinking about my answer i realized and i hadn't really thought of this until recently Part of my connection for feeling so strongly, why I feel so strongly about this is I I, I was thinking about in my mid twenties, I did that messy meddling thing into a friend's relationship with such truth being helpful. And I'm not going to lie. When I reached 30, it unexpectedly came back and bit me hard. It bit me hard when I turned 30, just from that one situation that I was like, well, let me be helpful, kind of being a little bit messy, but let me be kind of helpful just from that. And it bit me hard when it came back. And it bit me hard, like potential love life altering hard. So my conclusion, my personal conclusion is that <laughs> my name's Bennett and I ain't in it. I don't think it's somebody's responsibility to share that because you don't know. And I'm, I'm kind of going off cup now because I have a couple of seconds, but you don't know all of the ins and outs of their relationship. What if part of their, and this might apply to other scenarios. But part of their relationship was, yeah, you can sleep out with other people, but I do not want to know it at all. It will break my heart if I find out that you're sleeping with somebody else, but you can do it. I just never want to know anything about it. But here you come. Hey, FYI. Anyway, next is Prince Derek Doll.
3: Yeah, I definitely have a difference of opinion than you when it comes to um, what to do in that situation. One, you never know what you're going to do until you're in it. Um, So for me, my friends, I'm going to make this personal for me. The people I consider to be my friends are people that I consider to be like family to me. So there's no way I could be at the emergency room and see my sister's fiancé come into the hospital with a pregnant woman and me not, one, ask him, oh, good to see you. Hey, speak. Who is this? I'm going to ask because you're an extension of my family, right? And no, it's not about me being in your business. However, because that's my friend or my sister, I am going to say, hey, I just saw such and such. At the hospital with X, Y, and Z. Is everything okay? Or you know, are y'all excited? Because I, I just, it's not even about wanting to know. It is. A, it's an acknowledgement that, as your friend, I would hate for this to be something that you find out that I knew as your friend and didn't tell you. Right? Because the question comes into like loyalty um, and accountability. My friends don't have to tell me everything about their relationship, to be honest, because I don't care as long as they're happy. Now, to refute what you, not say refute, but just kind of to rebut what you said about, you know, it may bring up something else. It could be his, his long lost twin. Well, if that's the case, I didn't know you have a twin. All I know is there was a man that looked like you that came to this hospital with this pregnant woman and you're married to my friend. Friend, do you know about this pregnant woman? You don't know about this pregnant woman. So that means that your husband hasn't told you about this pregnant woman. Okay. So that means your husband has told me, I haven't caused an affront to you because I'm your friend. That's what friends are for. I would hope that if any of my friends ever saw my man in a situation like that, that they would feel that they were obligated to tell me because it's about protecting me as my, as your friend. Now, I could react and be like, get out of my business, blah, blah, blah. That's called misdirected anger, especially if I'm mad at him for embarrassing me, right? Um, But on the offset, when you have a genuine friendship, you know, you can set your boundaries. And if if talking about relationship is a boundary, then cool. If that's not an established boundary, then yes, bring it to your friend because you would definitely want someone to do that for you. You wouldn't want a person that you're intimately connected with to be out doing God knows what, right? And your friends are there knowing about it and not saying anything to you because now you have to question your friends. You weren't protecting me in that moment. Are you my friend? Friend? So that's just my thoughts on it.
1: And I'll yield my time. One, I have to say, I fully agree with Derek, though, because definitely... When I was 19, I had nearly a year-long relationship with a ex, but later found out really through a third party, which is the worst, that he was cheating. And he actually cheated with. Actually, my friend's ex who was trying to make my friend mad and told my friend. And obviously, my friend came in and told me. So I'm like, that was the age of 19. I felt my heart was butchered. And I was just like, like, if, in general, in a relationship, if you cheat, at least at the extreme least, say something about it. Like, are you have to use with whoever. It's better to hear it from them than hear it from third party. And that's just. My opinion.
3: Yeah, I agree. Right, because that you know, as you said, it's better to hear from them. I think that's probably be my next course of action. It was like, are you gonna tell them, or do you want me to tell them? What you gonna do? That's your partner. You gonna tell her, or you want me to tell her? Choice is joy, right? But I think that you know, people have their own, you know for the most part i always encourage people to mind their own business, right? mind the business that pays you. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, when you when you have a friendship with someone and you have a relationship with somebody that you care for or that's like family to you, you you do have an innate obligation to protect them, right? And sometimes your friends are there to see the things that you can't see. Your friends are like the the mirrors on the side of your car so you can see your blind spots. Friends are like that because you can have a ton of vision oh I'm so in love with this man oh just all the flags are there and you can't see nothing because you've got tunnel vision your friends are supposed to be like those side mirrors to say hey did you see this part over here hold on friend did you see this do you see this hey hey and I'm just saying are you aware of this because they 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 provide a 360 assessment of a person because they're not in it in it We're just showing what we see. And then what what we see, you get to decide what you want to do with it. For all we know, with that scenario, with that woman, she could have told her friend, like, hey, I I saw your husband with this pregnancy. She's like, oh, yeah, that's our surrogate. Like, oh, congratulations. Right? Or it could be, you saw my husband with a what now? With a pregnant woman. Okay. Well, here's my credit card. And here's my PIN number. I may need you to bail me out in an hour. Okay? Okay. Just saying. So you never know. But the intention, if the intention is pure, then you can never go wrong with the truth. I always tell people to leave with the truth. The truth will set you free. And if your friend reacts a different way, it can make you free of that relationship. Because like, you know what, maybe I maybe I need a break and now I have to learn how to be a better friend to you. I can't be that friend to you. Right. But so. well, that was wild. That was a wild video.
0: I will change sorry, my one minute and say, yes, I understand. My opinion is very unpopular over the years. None of my friends and basic complexity being one of my long-term friends too. Nobody agrees with me, but I still hold my perspective on that. And I personally would not hold it against my friend if they were like, "I saw this thing, but I I I didn't feel the need to tell you," or if they did feel the need to tell me, I would be like, oh, "Okay, cool," you know. I, I I would be I wouldn't hate either way. Now I will say, if, if that twin was a disowned twin. Why would either one of your friend or your friend's husband know that your friend's estranged brother, disowned brother, twin brother, is having a child? Because he's disowned. So, so why would they know that?
3: But why would that even be a real situation? You literally made that situation up in your head as a hypothetical. And it's a hypothetical that is probably in the one percentile it doesn't, it's not a a natural occurrence. First of all, twins aren't, um, that's not something that happens at a high rate. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's very soap opera drama. So in that hypothetical situation, then the answer would be, wow, you have a twin. That's crazy. Your man not cheating. Great. Move on. Right. It's not a, it's not a thing. It's just like, I saw your husband at the hospital with a pregnant woman. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. So who is that? Oh, he has a twin brother that he that's disowned. Oh, that's weird. Well, I saw him. It's just, I mean, there's no whatever happens with that it happens with that. The idea of saying that on the only off chance that this is an evil twin that nobody knows about is weird for a friend. If you saw your, if you saw one of your friends make the, let's let's put this into a real perspective, not not just about pregnancy or whatever, because we're gay men, right? We're LGBTQ men. If, you have, if your best friend, right, is in a committed relationship, an exclusive relationship to your knowledge with someone, and you're witnessing the person or the likeness of the person that's your best friend, because if your best friend is this person, you know what their partner looks like, right? You see your best friend out with someone else doing something inappropriate, and to your knowledge, the relationship with your friend has not ended. If you're seeing something that you know would hurt your friend if your friend was there. If my friend was sitting here watching this, what would my friend feel? Right? If I know that if my friend was seeing this, this would hurt them. This would hurt them if my friend saw this. Or maybe I don't know. I'm going to go talk to my friend. Hey, this may not be an emotionally safe situation for you because what I'm seeing is not matching what you said you wanted or needed in a partner. Now what you do with that information is up on, is, is is totally up to you because it's going to hurt either way. You would much rather that I as your friend told you and warned you about what's happening than the bitch that he's sitting with or the nigga he's with pop it up in your bed or you rolling up and seeing it for yourself. Right? So, Making it a real situation, how would you, if this was a situation where my friend was here, how would they feel if I know my friend, right? That is an opportunity. That's another thing about being being a, a good friend to someone is being able to stand in the gap in certain spaces. That's what we do in advocacy all the time. We stand in the gap for people and we advocate for them, right? When they can't speak or if they're not present for themselves. It's the same thing as a friend. You're, you're an advocate. You're supposed to advocate for your friends. And if I see a partner of my friend doing fuck shit, I'm going to advocate for my friend. Regardless of what the repercussions may, may seem to be for me, right? Oh, well, you know, you don't fuck me no more because I told you the truth. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not the friend for you. But I'm trying to, I'm giving you something that is to protect you because I actually care about you and I love you. Because when we choose the safe option, you know, it's the same thing about people that play the fence. I can't trust you either. You saw this and you ain't say nothing? I don't trust you either. Because that means that you would do something behind my back and not say a word. I'm just saying, you're talking about evil twins, disowned. Boy, you wrote that. You wrote that like a novel. How you come up with that? That's a good question. Hold on, you got 20 seconds. How did you come from that video?
0: How did you in your brain say, but what if it's a twin that was disowned? So I, I used a far-fetched example. It's and so far. I, I understand that people don't agree with me on stuff, on, on, on this particular thing. I, I still hold my opinion, okay? People don't agree, and, you know, there's only you and me, and we just disagree. You know, okay. it, it, it's fine. You know, it, it's fine. We, we can adult agree to disagree. I don't uh, agree. And yeah, it's a far-fetched example. But what I'm saying is it's not impossible. It's not impossible that you don't know everything. And I I go back to, without giving too much uh, uh, revealing detail of my situation, there were things that I did not realize that, Mm -hmm. oh, by revealing and sharing this, I'm actually also sharing that and other things. And it's like.
3: Now sharing it sharing with your friend, your friend or with other people.
0: I I I really can't go into all of that. But.
3: Well, I mean, I, there are no real details. What I'm saying is. So this is what I'm saying, Aaron with your, if this was your friend, if this is I your friend. I just don't
0: agree. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
3: I know, no, it's fine. No, I'm not, I'm not trying to persuade you. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, Um, I'm, I'm totally capable of agreeing to disagree with people. I also am a, I'm a person that have, has conversations for a living. So it's like me trying to establish a logical pattern, right? So with me saying that if this is a person, this is your friend. If there was something that you st- said or shared with your friend um that set off a chain reaction whether it came back like you said it came back and bit you in the ass whether it was something that was false or whether it was just a misunderstanding or whether something had been manipulated to where now you're the bad guy because you said something in this in this one situation i don't know like you, you didn't share that part but what i'm saying is with your with with this is a person that your friends would still, yes
0: uh, technically, I, I moved all the way from uh, the East Coast, and I live in uh, Cleveland. But so I've sort of not been not in different. much touch. Okay,
3: Anything. so what? Right, so the nature of relationship also makes a difference too, because when in a situation where you as a friend to someone, you may share something that can be triggering. Like it's happened to me too. Like I've I've shared something with someone and for the most part, they were, they were highly reactive to it, right? They were highly reactive. And it had nothing to do with, um, it had nothing to do with me bringing the information or, or the information itself. It had everything to do with me being the person to deliver the message because it was, they were embarrassed, right? How did you know? I was like, well, I mean, I'm not the only one that knows, right, um, but me being the only person that was willing to share with my friend made me the target because it was something that was happening around them that no one else would say to them i said it because this is actually my friend and i want you to understand what you're walking into when you're in certain spaces so that you're aware right it's a mode of protection and so what i was asking you was with what you with what you shared you experienced, was there um an opportunity for you to like ask questions before sharing like to kind of like prepare yourself or did you just kind of like go in and just say what you had to say
0: did you <laughs> it, it, it 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 almost feels like you i i i i'm really not going to go into enough detail on it i'll put it like that so to answer your question, I'll say, it, it, suffice it to say, it wasn't a situation that it was like, oh, because I revealed this information, my friend freaked out, blah, blah, blah. No, it was nothing like that. Or my friend freaked mm-hmm. out five years later because, again, the revelation was in my mid-20s mm-hmm. and it hit me in the butt in, at, when I turned 30. Okay. So it had nothing to do with somebody being like wild in the moment or anything like that. It wasn't one of those kinds of things, but that th- that's all I'm going to say on that. I've said too much. Anyway. Okay. All right. Basic complexity. Did you want to one minute? I know you all are just so not in favor of keeping the secret and I'm not saying like keep the secret to be mean or anything like that i'm just saying
3: i'll keep my friend's secret i'll keep my friend's secret you're not my friend you're the part of my friend if you're hurting her i'm gonna let her know i keep my friend's secret (laughs) i'm loyal to my friend that's it
0: but we can move (laughs) on to something else we've exhausted this we've exhausted this part actually we're we're at the (laughs) close um Unless basic complexity wanted a one minute, you yeah. didn't answer.
1: Um, like uh, mentioned before, I have definitely been in a situation like that um, when I was nineteen. And being nineteen years old and having a nearly year-long relationship as a gay dude that's a big deal mm-hmm. at the t- at that point in time and was the fact that someone who I well thought was a friend knew my ex was keen on me for probably some months and never even hinted at anything. So yeah, well did I cut him off? Yes, um, and just the way I, the way I saw it, like that entire situation, like I said, just really butchered my heart, and yeah, it was beyond hurt, and I was like, this person is claiming to be a friend, but can not even, at the minimum, hint that something was up. Nah, he ain't say nothing. So yeah, I was, basically I was done with them when I found out oh, okay. after that relationship was done also.
0: I hear you. All, all, all right. So we, we've we concluded whatever we're going to conclude. And <laughs> this has been week 181 of Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. You can find me at AaronMack at com. That's A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K at b e r s t e a b dot com and we're all over social media we're an lgbt plus and ally social media millennial collective and it's at Burst tv everywhere for the most part and hashtag b-e-r-s-t-e-a-b and next we'll go to basic complexity where can we find you friend
1: all right um name is kevin aka basic complexity um i could definitely be found um well instagram um basic complexity um and definitely on a uh, dot com slash basic complexity And can't think of any other, I guess, social media right now. My Facebook is down at the moment. So, yeah, I'm on, well, TikTok and Instagram. And yeah, it's basic complexity.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. And your email, it sounded like you were saying tv.com. Yes. I'm sorry. No, no. Excellent. All right. And Prince Derek Dahl.
3: All right. I'm Prince Derek Dahl. And you can find me at www.thederrickdahl.com. All of my social media handles are uh, on the website. You can also find me at Instagram at the Derek Doll and Twitter at Prince Derek Doll. And you can also follow me on TikTok at the same name.
0: All right. Hashtag Verse TV family. This has been week 181. We'll talk to you later. Peace. VerseTV.com. Stay blessed. All right. Good night. Bye. Hashtag Verse TV.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Prince Derek Dolphin. Kevin, aka basic complex today. I'm Aaron Mag. Hashtag verse TV family. Hashtag verse TV. Hashtag verse TV family. 181